Welcome back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Twanda. And this is Rumel. Hey, Rumel. Hey, girl. Hey, how you doing? Well, I am excited because my birthday's coming up. I know. I know. And the truth is, I'm not really that birthday person. <laughs> I Everybody what? says stuff like... I know. I know you... I. <laughs> Where I wear a tiara on my birthday, you're like, can we just get over this? I, I, so I'm excited to tell you that my birthday's coming up. At yeah. the same time, you'll say, what are you doing? And actually, this year, we are doing something different. Oh, nice. We're going okay. to go out of town and spend a few days out of town. We took a long weekend. And that right there is all I needed. That I am looking forward to just getting away. Oh, nice. I'm glad to hear that. I'm super glad to hear that. Yeah. So this is um, a very short week for me because mm -hmm. I take off a day to celebrate. So I think, um, you know what? That's the part I'm most excited about. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I think that's there the part. Go. It's like, yeah, I get to just do my stuff for a while. So anyway, that's exciting. That's exciting. That sounds that sounds great. Yeah. So um. You're just going to, are you going to the beach? Yes. I'm thinking about a part of North Carolina, uh, I said I'm thinking about, it's Beaufort. I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to say it wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I actually know generally where that is. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's, it's just, it's a different place I haven't been. And quite frankly, I can have brand new experiences right here in North Carolina. I don't have to travel the world to get to something that I haven't done before. So I figure oh, let's true. just go somewhere not too far away, have a new experience, and, and go from there. I, my kids are almost all out of the house. I am already starting my empty nest preparation, which includes <laughs> new experiences and more travel. So that's okay. where all this so is going. You're bringing your family. Your whole family is going to come and join you for your birthday then. Is that part of the separate? No, I mean, honey, like, you missed the part about the empty nest. I don't know if you heard no, that. No, I know. That's why I was asking. Because like, so you're saying you this is a thing for you and your husband yes. only to celebrate your birthday. Yes. Yeah. Nice. It's, it's practice, empty nest practicing. I got you. I got you. <laughs> All right. So that is fantastic. So that means like. So we're going to change what we do for family stuff right now. I mean, like I see this because most of the time we include our kids and stuff in our birthday celebrations. That's true. Yeah. No, I think it's good. I think it's good. But it's just funny because it's like every, we we keep moving in a different direction that we're used to. This is all like new territory yeah, for is. the both of us in terms of being empty nest parents and or moving in that direction so that would be really nice yeah i'm really happy for you thank you thank you so much uh and this week in preparation to, of not being around my family for the weekend <laughs> uh-huh we have been spending a lot of time watching tv <laughs> ah nice nice okay and just sitting back and watching we watched a movie as a family together last night, mm -hmm. and that that was nice because weather didn't happen as often. Okay, but it yeah. made me start to think about 
all of the black TV I watched as a child myself yes. with my family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after having that type of reflection, I was like, let's talk about it, Ramel. You <laughs> yes. watch TV. You watch black family TV. I do. And when I start thinking about black families, it all there's one place that it all starts for me. I want to just play a little bit for I you. I can't here. imagine what. <laughs> okay, so I just need to know how many words did you make up for this when you were singing along? I made up words all the time. I don't even know what the words are. And when I see the lyrics, I like that's not what it says. <laughs> Oh, I, know. <laughs> I used to I mean like seriously I used to just be in front of the TV because back then you we didn't have DVRs if you missed it you just missed you just it missed until it. it played in reruns right we just blew some young person's mind just now <laughs> that yeah, you had to be in front of the television to watch the episode if you didn't you had to wait until they did reruns there was no replaying it on Hulu the next day <laughs> Okay, no. nothing like that. No, no bringing it up on your, um, uh, what do you call it? DVR. Uh, on demand. Yeah. On oh, demand. yeah. There's yeah. nothing mm-hmm. like that. So no. we, oh my gosh, I that is where I think I started to see Black family relate other than my own, you know, like my own direct family. Good times. And say it again. Good times. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, what else was there? No, that's true. Uh, the Jeffersons. But <laughs> they were later. I mean, they came. A co- they came, It was weird because it's like this mix, right, between Good Times and the Jeffersons. Like Good Times started in 74. Uh, the Jeffersons started in 75. So they start they were right on the heels of each other. OK. And they showed two very different worlds. They did that black people could live in and good times even though like my mom like my mom did not really (laughs) enjoy this show she really didn't but it was because she didn't want us to believe that this was the only existence for black people right right I mean we weren't living that existence but I still for whatever reason even as a child related to the struggle of Black people um, always trying their best, being good people, not perfect people, mm-hmm. but but doing the best for both their family, doing as much as they could that was morally right. You know, those were examples of what the people that I was seeing in my own personal family, it was just their circumstances were different. Right. Well, I will say that good times, if you had taken them out of the projects and put them in a middle-class neighborhood, you would change some of their circumstances, but their storylines were so rooted in the Black community, Mm -hmm. it it wouldn't have changed the whole show, not the whole show, because what we could pull out of it, even if we didn't live in their same environment, They were caring about the black cause, dealing with racism, dealing with family issues. 
Mm-hmm. And so it, we could just still relate. So I, I didn't have yeah. to, like, I understand where your mom was coming from. And there are some television shows that have come out since that make me feel funny about <laughs> um, uh, what this putting out there and me not wanting to yeah. relate to it. But uh, Good Times really, for me, it's a staple. It's like something yeah. I want my, I've had my kids watch just so they could know who JJ was. You got to know who JJ right. was. Dynamite. Yeah. I mean, it's got to happen. <laughs> right. And if you can't, if you don't know where, damn, damn, damn. If you, if you can't, if, if you, you don't, don't recognize know where that, from, start from the beginning. Go back to go. You got to start over. <laughs> you give me your card. If you no, don't. <laughs> I know. I know. And it's just, it was such an integral part of, my tv watching it was like that's what i remember probably the very most out of watching tv when i was you know when i was young i enjoyed the family dynamics watching the kids interact together thelma couldn't cook michael was like well itty bitty black panther you know (laughs) right and and jj being he was this artist it was fun to watch them all live in a house with one bathroom just interesting <laughs> oh, one bathroom. that's right though but and and the relationship between um james and um why is her name esther roll yes i know but now i can't come up with the name because oh my gosh you, anyway, i almost said Meezy, and, and i was like that i don't know why wrong. her i can remember her real name why can't i remember <laughs> her stage name but it was like this to me it just felt real like not everything is flowery and um they had a really loving but raw relationship at times where they uh, they did not agree and how they kind of the way they went after the way they loved each other was felt real to me and the way they went after each other kind of felt real to me yeah um you know they got mad at each other they showed real emotion there were dorms slam there were doors that's that's true that is so true Florida Evans. Florida. Thank you. Thank you. I don't Google. know where they went. Uh, why they went. Mm-hmm. Google help me. I'm 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 just old. <laughs> so um, but yeah, but then you have like the Jeffersons, which was like the total opposite, where they are like on top of they were literally on top of the world. Do you know I related significantly less to the Jeffersons? Me too. I, there were there there was a kid involved, that, but they had a, a maid and a cook, mm-hmm. and were owning stuff and could talk to white people any way he felt like it. It was more fantasy in my world than mm-hmm. real. Yeah, it yeah it was just like mm, that's fun to think about, but I didn't have that many experiences of knowing people who were running their own business when I was watching the Jeffersons. Well, yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree. But I think that having them both playing at this exact same time is kind of, it does balance. It, it does give the, the balance. perfect balance. It does. Yeah. Because the Jeffersons were aspirational in a way. I mean, because mm-hmm. like you said, nobody, nobody, maybe in the seventies, you really saw people maybe like using their voice in that manner but not in television right right not 
against white people, not being, not challenging, not giving a damn. Because yeah. he did, he had no fucks to give. No, and that was, <laughs> it was fun to watch that. It was good <laughs> fantasy TV, you know, yeah, <laughs> to see yeah. that happen. Yeah, and it was interesting because they had the interracial marriage on there. I don't think yeah. I had witnessed an interracial marriage close to me at that time. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. I think it was just an important, I think both shows are very important. And I think it was really great that both of them were running at the same mm-hmm. time, basically, because they just, they did give balance. But for me, the Jeffersons just felt more like, oh, you know, they got there, you know, they got to where the, where the Evans couldn't. I'm sorry. You didn't even what? have the theme song for the Jeffersons? Oh, Okay. I Don't know. We all too. know what it sounds like. like. Oh, we all. I you can sing that, it. That is such a good one too. You can sing up. it though. Mm-hmm. You you so, can sing um, it. You don't even hear me talking, huh? <laughs> I keep saying you can sing it. You can sing it, and she is ignoring me. Like I don't hear that. What? Oh, you said I could sing it. Mm, let's not. Let's not. Here, I'm going to play it though. Okay. Here we go. there we go you know what though and that was that was another thing i loved i loved listening to the songs the song made me happy and i didn't um walona from good times actually sing yeah she sings it was that was so confusing that made it more confusing (laughs) but I just realized that song sounds straight up like a church song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that was helpful in, in weaving that together. But th- those two together were important. But then as I was growing up more, mm-hmm. and I know I'm going to skip quite a few shows, but I wanted to zoom in on the next one that I think was really significant to me. There were about three. And my parents watched them, too. I guess they watched them all, but it was like 227, mm-hmm. Rock and Family Matters. I can't tell you where the dates are, but I put them all together in my brain. Okay. Uh, and 227 was nice because it was not only, it was a lot about family, but it was a village makes the family. So you got to meet the neighbors and the neighbors were all involved with each other. And I know that some people can relate with that. Like you, Ramel, you're in a neighborhood where all the neighbors are friends and stuff. <laughs> you're so funny. Yes, I um, I can relate to that. <laughs> but with, with 227, I feel like I grew up with the kids in the household that grew up. So I really, I mean, that one, that one was one I could appreciate it. It showed the value of the elders because you Mm -hmm. remember the one who was always looking out the window, everybody respected her and, and she Mm -hmm. was funny like a grandma would be, but she was like the neighborhood, the, the, the neighborhood grandma. Yeah. Yeah. Now I love 227, but in terms of like that, that community Mm -hmm. um i didn't have as much of a direct connection to it just because we were just this little speck in a in a sea of milk so Uh, to speak yeah so we didn't i mean that was something i thought was i don't want to say interesting but i like love the idea that somebody's 
grandma would actually be like, hey, you get up, you know what I mean? Like being that village and, you know, correcting somebody else. Like when I went, when we would visit my family in North Carolina, you would get that community, but I didn't get, I didn't see that, that type of community on a daily basis where, you know, when I was growing up. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing you came to North Carolina to live. This is a little better here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, nobody, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Like, I, I love New York, but for me, this was just the right place. Yeah, New York people, write to Ramel Anderson <laughs> directly. Write <laughs> yeah, write her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you write me, I'll actually write back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So I watched some shows just, I think, that were very different from any experience I could relate to because it was still fun to watch things that I can't relate to. Here's the example, and I might be getting this name of it wrong, but I think it was the half and half show. So there was a scenario where um, one uh, family experienced a divorce. The husband got remarried, had another kid with his new fancy rich wife and so mm-hmm. there's the first wife who's kind of poor or poor on the poor side okay. and then okay. there's the rich rich wife on that side and there and the two girls the show is about the two girls and i believe it was called half and half something like that you can correct me if i'm wrong and the interesting part was we could see both sides living their lives in the same show you could see the the daughter um enjoying her financial privilege and her experiences more like the good times scenario. Mm-hmm. And then you can see the other sister experiencing her scrappy, trying to pull herself up by her bootstraps and struggling with the financial parts and then them interacting together as half sisters, which I just found really fascinating. And I must be the only one because Ramel's like, I've never heard of this show. I'm sitting here. I'm racking my brain. I'm like, that's a really interesting concept. (laughs) But I don't I don't remember it at all. Wow. That's crazy. That doesn't mean that much. I'm old at this point. Well, I did look it up just to make sure I didn't make any of this up. Uh And uh it is called Half and Half. And it came out in 2002. Oh, Okay. Okay. Yeah. I could see me not watching it in 2000. <laughs> Just say, like I had, a, I had, you know, kids and, and things. Interesting. You know? I guess I did too. Mm-hmm. And it feels like it was much further away. But as I mentioned, I'm having a birthday, so I'm getting older. <laughs> so what seems like a long time ago, you know, the time is all screwed up for me now. No, very, very I get screwed. it. I mean, it's an interesting concept. It must not have stayed on too long. <laughs> No, I'm just saying. It must not have been that good because I never heard it is what I just heard you say. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard you say. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, let's talk about a show uh, that has stood the test of time. Okay. Okay. You didn't want to bring out one of your obscure shows? I don't have any obscure shows because, you know, I don't even watch that much TV as it is. So. (laughs) All right. What you got? All right. So. The next show that was like for me just really pivotal was The Cosby Show. I 
didn't even realize, I don't think I really thought about how many theme songs they actually had, but they had multiple themes. So I remember one. Huh? I remember one. I remember different openings to the show yeah. and how they would change. That, but I only remember one. That's it. That's the one I remember. Yeah. They had a, They had the same basic one, I think, but they changed it one season when they made it sound really dramatic, but then they changed it back, I think. I don't know. But yeah. This now you're talking about words, some trivia stuff. 8 o'clock Thursdays. Parked in front of my TV. Yes, because we had to be. <laughs> yes, I remember yes. that. Yes. But, you know, what, going back, we were actually recording a show not too long ago. And um, we were actually talking about how, oh, we, we were just talking in general. We weren't even talking. It was be like before the show. And we were talking about a situation that's happening in my family right now. And we picked a scene out of the Cosby show. Oh, we sure from way did. back <laughs> in the 80s. It is a historical reference. It feels like everybody has watched all episodes of the Cosby <laughs> show. And so when I say, remember back when this happened? That's what today's situation reminds me of. And we can all go, yeah, I remember that. It, and it means something though. Right. Like, we, it has, mm -hmm. it has a, like you can, when someone says, oh, it's it's like when, uh -huh. you know, Theo did X, Y, and Z. It's like, oh, uh, yeah. okay, I get it. Because we all watch that. We all, I mean, I can't say we all, but most of us watched this family. I am revoking for... black cards for those people who tell me <laughs> that they did not watch the Cosby show. Because I just don't know how you didn't. I don't know how. Yeah. It was important. It it was it was must see it, TV. It was must see TV. It was important <laughs> for what it did for the for the black people who watched it. What mm -hmm. it how it made us feel the pride. The parents were great parents mm -hmm. um, in and of themselves, and the way they handled, loved, and disciplined their children was appropriate. It was the perfect example. And when I say perfect, it was perfectly imperfect because they weren't perfect kids they got in trouble you know so they I, weren't perfect parents no no they felt kind of perfect though they were pretty they were pretty they, close they were pretty perfect but um like they didn't really yell i didn't see them they... get separated once did they get separated once <laughs> no. i don't think so no. <laughs> i don't even think i ever saw like an episode where they got so mad at each other where they had trouble no, no, that is the blackest show. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, went yeah. there. But this one, I don't think they did. And I was okay with that. I enjoyed, it did feel a little wild to have one parent be a doctor and the other parent be a lawyer. Because mm -hmm. if you've ever been in black church and they talk about, you could be anything you want to be. You could be a doctor, doctor or you could be or a, a lawyer, lawyer right and so yeah. you got two in the same house and at that time it would not be crazy or weird at all right now but at that time it was like woohoo we got all the good stuff together it it, yeah. it was it felt unusual at that time and i loved it felt unusual it. but doable 
like oh yeah it didn't yes it, it didn't did. it didn't feel like something like it couldn't happen and that, honestly like you said back then it might have been more unusual but like now it's not oh not now it's, um you know and they met each other in college that a lot of people do that you and i both met our husbands mm -hmm. in college and if you're going to college you're tr probably trying to get a degree to do something and so um and then having kids and all that kind of stuff it, it's it's relatable and with the cosby show just really it gave a sense of you can do it mm -hmm. this is attainable right. to people and they yeah. showed a beautiful balance of work and life work-life balance mm -hmm. no you know she wasn't getting too many hours where she could never come home and he had his office downstairs you know yeah. so he was always he was always home for the most part so i i like that show but i've watched it and i've watched the shows and the the marathons of the shows so i've seen it as a child when i could relate to vanessa wanting to wear her shoulder showing on the first day of school where she wanted big fun well Not yeah, that I, day but that but it I, was the big I, fun day right, i could relate to Vanessa and where she was and what she was want doing. And then as I watch it later, I start to relate to the parents, you know, because now I'm a parent and right. I, I'm not gonna say I forced my kids to watch it, but I made sure it was on and they were in the same room <laughs> so they could get stuck with it too. Cause it was so, it was such a, a big part of my life. And I think it was such a positive influence mm -hmm. that, they had to be a part of that. And those type of shows, that type of wholesome, motivational, just feel good show is not common. Right. Yeah. Which I, I think that's why it blurred racial lines. It was viewed by not just black people, but by everybody because people like it. I mean, like, honestly, people like to feel good. They like the when things go well. Mm -hmm. people like it when things are funny people like it when they can relate even if they can't relate directly they right. feel like mm -hmm. it can be them like mm -hmm. you know so the cosby show had had all of that i wonder if it would do the same now if the cosby show were a thing something like now. that was a, a thing right now yeah i just thought about that i wonder like well, right now, I am absolutely in love with a show that you don't watch. I don't even know how we are friends. But anyway, <laughs> I feel... I know what show you're going to say. Okay, I, go ahead. <laughs> I enjoy a very... I'm going to say This Is Us is a very wholesome, feel-good type of show focusing on family. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely love it. And I think that if the Cosby show could have gone on or some version of that could be on right now, I think it would be very, it would, it would have the same effect as it did mm. back then. I think we are starving of very good quality, wholesome television. You can get mm -hmm. a lot of other things. Uh, yeah. The Cosby show didn't dip into racial issues. You know, yeah. they, they stayed away from, from things that were too controversial Mm -hmm. so it, it so there's that you wouldn't get that from that but I don't see why that couldn't exist now and I don't have a show that I would say 
This show is like the Cosby show just in 2021. I don't have anything for that. Yeah. I don't have any, this feels good. This does something for the community like that. I don't I don't have that. I don't even know that it'll ever something like that will come back. I think the world has changed so much. That type of wholesome and even that type of not hitting on racial issues yeah. probably wouldn't even be tolerated now. It's like, nope, if you're going to be a show today, you're going to hit some controversy, some controversy and part of it to be a good show. So, yeah. I, I, so I don't know that that mold exactly would fit now. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that's where shows like Blackish ah, come in. Yes. Yeah. I really like Blackish when I catch it. I actually don't catch it on live TV. I actually catch it right. when my kids are watching the replays of it. But I really enjoy it for those, um, for the reason that they talk about current issues. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're funny, but they talk about current issues in a way that I can relate to, too. I mean, like to have a family with kids and being raised right now with all the different pressures. Yeah. And their own pressures of like being successful, but also wanting to be, I don't know if this is the right way to say it, but connected to their blackness. Yes. Yeah. You know, and it seems like it's a struggle. And then they have their mom who is like the, I would say the stereotypical black mother. Actually. Yes. She, she has to be, that is, I think that was the role that she's supposed to play yeah yeah she's she's like black consciousness (laughs) you know what i mean like she all the time yeah she that's her role that's her role is like black consciousness is where you know where she goes to church she believes in the bible she she believes that a woman should do these things and a man should do these things she's like the construct that we're used to uh, versus what this family is kind of up against today mm-hmm. and so they battle each other they with, do yeah. i mean lovingly balance battle each other within that family yeah that one know? i like that show i struggled with that show in the beginning because i didn't even like the title blackish i think i was afraid of a you know a comedian doing a good job with a family show that could also be drama have drama Mm-hmm. I, and and because I feel like comedians just oftentimes take it too far, mm-hmm. and and I got to be so funny that I'm going to be buffoonish. Yeah, I I, I worry about that, mm-hmm. and I didn't have that in this show. This show, I have been extraordinarily impressed with how they've run things. I in the beginning, I was very squeamish, and it could have been the episodes in the beginning that might have made me squeamish, but I came to really appreciate them at and what they were doing with the show as a whole and mm-hmm. i remember we said we never saw the huxtables get separated or get really angry at each other but we got yeah. to see the parents in blackish go through some tough are they gonna make it type of stuff Times. right mm-hmm. and i can appreciate that because that was so real life and they will right. make sure to incorporate other racial scenarios that or real life. And well, quite frankly, right now, all TV is conquering racial stuff. I want to separate what Blackish started doing before it was popular. Because <laughs> yeah. Blackish started doing it because it's named Blackish. So we're going to talk about Black issues in this show. Mm-hmm. But after 2020, 
every single show in the world seems to have to talk about um, wearing masks, coronavirus, people dying, riots, George Floyd. You know, so everybody's talking about racial stuff because that right. happened. And uh, and that's that's interesting. That's a whole new episode. That's something we could probably talk about a lot more later. Mm-hmm. But I just want to say Black has started talking about it. I was talking about it before it became popular. Yeah, I th- I think Blackish. The, I think their name actually attracted me because I think that I could relate to that because I am black. I consider myself black. I am all things black. You are black. How, mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. I am that. However, being sometimes being raised in a situation where you're not where you're raised around other white people, mm-hmm. you have to balance that idea of your blackness with being accepted. Absolutely. And as a child, I know that it was difficult at times. Mm-hmm. And so when I heard the title, it made complete sense to me. And to me, at least in the beginning, it was about that fit. Like, how do you how are you a, um, you know, an executive? How are you a doctor? And you're living in this really upscale place and you keep your blackness at the same time. are able yeah. to operate around everything that's not black and trying to, that struggle of that complication of trying to keep your existence right. and what does that look like yeah that, that was a, it, it's been a, a good thing for for the cause for the people yeah I, I love it I love it and so but I am so glad we got a chance to talk about our shows I was just thinking back I don't know what it was but I started thinking about the about good times and I was just like oh my gosh that just meant so much to me back in the day it and did. so makes me happy just listening to the song it was like oh i like that <laughs> title song it's it's yeah. peppy it's perfect but it takes me back down memory lane and that was such an important part of my growing up mm-hmm. yeah me too me too well thank you girl thank you for letting us go down back down memory lane and uh talking about these shows this is fun this is fun so listeners thank you so much our girlfriends all over the world. Can I just say that all over the world? Yes, you can. You can literally say that. All over the world. I cannot believe some of the most small places listen to us on a regular basis. So I want to say, I see you wherever you are, United States, um, across the world. I see you. And I, we are so thankful for you to come and join us every week. So but un- so until next time, we want to say peace and, and blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com that's girl with three r's (laughs) so until next time peace Peace and and blessings. blessings